Harrison Agents. To buy, sell or rent in Tasmania, search Harrison Agents today. Breakfast with Tim Payne and Brent Costello. Yes, here we are, three minutes past seven o'clock. Good morning, welcome to SEN Tassie Breakfast for a Friday morning. Timmy boy, nice to see you. Morning, BC. Now, uh, I... Tell I, you what, we're lucky to be here. I returned to the basketball court the other night and worked up a big sweat, but I've never seen someone sweat as much as our producer, Oof. Hamish, this morning. We were in real strife about five minutes ago. Just getting in the naughty boy corner, wasn't he? (laughs) Hamish, get in early, get prepared, make sure everything's plugged in, the sound works, the mics are on, and the earmuffs aren't. The earmuffs. What's going on there with the cans? Earmuffs. (laughs) Earmuffs. Anyway, we've had a we've had a bit of a morning. Nice segue. About ears. How is your ear after (laughs) your near death experience on Monday morning? No, it's good. I've bounced back. Um, again, the recovery and healing power that I seem to have been given from my parents is work, but I was in a world of hurt. What day was Monday? Oh, we do Mondays, don't yeah, we? Yeah, we do, Tim. Till about Tuesday afternoon, I had really? a, a bit of a slight headache slash ear ring, and it just slowly left. So, Didn't go to the doctor, as you were told to? No, I didn't. I was, wasn't far off making a, tri- a trip down to Chemist Warehouse, though. I wasn't <laughs> far off. <laughs> I need. I felt like I needed an eardrop or something. I don't know, but anyway, I, I thought that would be my first one. I don't like to go to the doctor if I can help it. So I thought I'd get down to the chemist, and then if it was still persisting today, I'd obviously have the morning off and go and see a doctor. <laughs> and then Hamish nearly gave us the morning off. He did. He came through though the hammer. Did, were you up to something last night? Were you out and about, or no? Just just getting a bit lazy in general. I te- <laughs> I did text Hamish um, during the week, Brent, for something, and said, "Mate, when are we?" putting up this and what time you know he's very yeah he's always on time yes. isn't he yes. and i don't know if it was in the group whatsapp or if i went to him but did you see his reply about sorry i've been really yes. lazy yes I mean, we're two months into a show here laziness a, we don't tolerate laziness hammer I'm, the tiktok took about five days to come out oh, we recorded mate. that last friday it was almost last came out year. yesterday actually start of the afl season wasn't it mm. anyway but to admit it himself I've just been lazy. That's huge alarm bells, red flags for me at the moment. Two months into a show, young guy just out of uni, <laughs> and already he's starting to put the feet up. So I confiscated his chair this morning. <laughs> he's had a bad 24 hours. <laughs> Social media for that. <laughs> uh, and that reveals what Hammer actually looks like for those that haven't oh, seen him is before. Is that the first I think you've dropped an reveal. exclusive, Tim. Oh, I should have blurred his face out. Sorry, Hammer. I've... <laughs> That's probably the privacy. is gone. Uh, now, it's like those famous people when they have the children, you got to blank the, yes. the face out. I should have done that. It would have been even better. <laughs> I'll delete it and do it again. 360 feedback coming for Hammer Monday morning. I'm not sure where we go with it, though. We sort of give him the live feedback every show, Tim. Yeah, so I don't think he needs it. Probably doesn't. No. Now, you've Although had a big. If he doesn't take it on board soon, mm-hmm. maybe we do need to get him on. You've had a busy week, Tim. You've been gallivanting around the state with our CEO. Uh, no, I went and had a breakfast. It wasn't that busy. And I came you, back. I, I went up the night before because it was a 7 it o'clock like start. You've done the hardest amount of work this week. Well, I have, Brent. I've been at a SEN business breakfast yeah. carrying the load for SEN Tassie because I didn't see you there. I didn't see Hamish Tim, there. I, I didn't see David there. And I didn't see Brett there. I'm sure all of us would have come if we were invited, but they just went to the star of the show. I'm not sure about that. I didn't get invited. Check your emails, mate. No, no email from me. For me. Should be wanting to be involved. We've spoken a lot about this being a team effort, trying to grow 
the brand down here and I was a little disappointed to be just, you know, I got up in the morning. I thought, oh, Brent mustn't be staying up the night. He, be, he must be turning up early to MC the event. No, he didn't. <laughs> Who did host it? Hutchie. Hutchie. Oh, yeah. well. What would you need me? Yeah, and so much um, low maintenance compared to you too. He just rolled in <laughs> said, where's the run sheet? Bang, did it. Walked yeah. off. You're like, oh, why well, is that light on? I need the mics. Is that right? Can you get that person seated over? There? I don't want them in my eye line. Can't have the screen in the background. It puts me off. So anyway, that was it. Was it was nice to see um, a true professional at, at work. To I'm be sure honest. it was. I'm sure I did it was. get one little bit of a thing that made me laugh. That um, I think while they were up there, they they were talking to a few local business people, and I believe one of the businesses had sort of put something up on the screen where you walk into the meeting room and it said um, SEN Tassie Breakfast with Tim and Brett. Oh, no. <laughs> I oh, said, no. could you get a photo of it for me? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, old, the old Brett Costello. Oh, dear. So, anyway. No, it was good. Good. I'm glad it went well, but, Tim. Yeah, to be flying solo up there again was a bit disappointing, but, you know, as Hamish said, he's been a bit lazy by his own admission um, of late Brent. Brett. <laughs> <laughs> right, what yeah, else are we doing in uh, the preamble this morning, Tim? Uh, well, I thought, you know, I had to sit and cop a bit of um, 360-degree feedback on Monday. I thought we'd probably return the favour for you, in all in in the spirit of improvement. 100%. And, and trying to get better and trying to grow this show. And I'm ready for I it, I think Tim. Hamish has got some, but I said, look, I did text Hamish and say, listen, you know that Brent, has skin like the the thinnest of skin, so we're going to go really easy on you, but we're oh, just yeah. going to start. Or is it the point where you don't have anything? Because I know you've been going around well, Hobart asking people, and they've come to well, me personally. I did, and I did said, text a couple of people at Win TV, and yeah, thought that maybe a... they would like. No, I wasn't digging for dirt. I thought maybe whilst we're doing this review. <laughs> We would bring your other employees and say, here's an opportunity. No. I'll hit him between the eyes with it. That's but not they, how it works. they were very much of the same opinion that he's a bit thin skinned and he doesn't oh. take it all that well. And if he does, you need to do it privately. <laughs> he certainly won't take well to it publicly. It's about the show, Tim, not about reaching out to people from other workplaces. Now, I, I was listening. Well, we'll start my 360 feedback the other day, but I was listening to. Um, SEN on Saturday and uh, Liam Pickering was in studio and, that, and his producer was talking about the fact that it, in, he, he does a 10, 10 to 11 show and only ever drink, drinks Pepsi Max. Yep. And the producer said, this is the first time I've ever seen you on air with a water, mm-hmm. not a Pepsi Max. And it got me thinking. So my first thing for you, three back, is hydration. Like I've been on this show, how many shows have we done now? 30, Only 30, 30 shows. Yeah. I have never seen you drink a drop of water or get out of your seat and go to the toilet in 30 shows. 60 hours. <laughs> you have not moved from that chair. That's private business. Hydrated yourself. Yeah, but you don't drink any water. Mm-hmm. So? Do you know how much your concentration drops when you're dehydrated even the slightest percent? If this is the best you've got, I'm so happy. So the first thing is <laughs> hydration. You, I've been you need to hydrate yourself Okay. Back. Happy to. I want a bottle of water on your bench. Done. Done. Because sometimes in my cans, or as I like to call them, Brent. Muff. Earmuffs. 
You sound like your tongue's a bit stuck. And I think it's, it's just dryness of the mouth. Right, So I think we can fix that. I can't believe this is where it's gone. Second thing I want you to work on, and Hamish is the same with this, he's concerned. We talk about you doing a lot of work, mm-hmm. burning the candle at both ends. Fitness. Mm-hmm. But what are you doing for your fitness? Uh, long walks, I go on tip. Oh, my God. I like a walk, listen back to the podcast and try and improve. And, well, I'm here to tell you it's not enough. No. <laughs> okay. You need to be doing more. And why? Because, again, I had Hamish go through some of the mistakes that you've made, and you've been an absolute professional on this show, and you don't make many mistakes. Mm. But the three or four misreads or (laughs) or words that you've got wrong, (laughs) every single time they've come in the back quarter of the show, and I put that down to fitness. You're tiring (laughs) as the show goes. Righto. So fitness. Not sure you should be throwing stones about reads, Tim. No, I'm not. Anyway, I'm telling you, I'm not throwing anything. This okay. is feedback, and you've got to cop it on the chin. Happy to. Fitness is an issue because your mistakes are always made late. Very and, happy where I've landed so and far. And shows and games are made late. That's, yep. how, that's when you win them. Okay. And I need you in the fight late. And I think sometimes you drop out a little bit late. All right. Fitness. Okay. All right. Third thing. <laughs> how many things have we got, just, just for the record? Third thing, just a really quick one, okay. is I want to see less of you emceeing everything for cashies. And a little bit more streamlined. I want to see a little bit of quality over quantity. I think you, now you can start picking off. You know, you don't need to be doing these little club B and Fs and whatever. No, no, I think you need to, to put yourself in the top to echelon and and maybe turn up to a few breakfast business breakfast for, for SEN and happy to. I haven't been invited, Tim. Told hydration, you firstly, fitness, huge issue, and I want to see quality over quantity. With your output and your work now, that is, and I the, think Hamish has also got a little bit of feedback for you. Have you, have you, Hammer? Oh, he's coming over. This is the second Do I need time to turn you on, Hammer? in history I'll turn him on. Hold on. that he's wandered over to the market. You be very careful here, Hamish. Very careful. Welcome. What have you got for me? Oh, well, I've just got some uh, audio from a previous show, which I'll uh, just play now. Overall rank 105. Overall what? <laughs> Overall, did, did I hear that correctly? Overall rank. <laughs> Thank, right. you, Thank you, Tim. Now, okay. I, I know Tim was talking about when you miss say things, and we all get it, but I actually don't think that was a mistake. I think that was very demonstrative about my <laughs> super coach score. I, I can't help it that I had a really good score in round one, and there's no need to try and put down the little man in the studio, the one who's... On the smallest wage, he gets here before everybody else. And I, I did have a talk to HR. We've decided not to take it any <laughs> yeah. further, but just... And I think compared to me, he's very hard on you, isn't he? Oh, please. <laughs> please. <laughs> Answer that honestly, Hammer. Hey, this is about you this morning, Brent. Goodness, mate. Well, I'll tell you what, some feedback for you two. That was, uh, uh, uh. That was you had terrible. Your chance, mate. It yeah, was terrible. We couldn't go too hard because you've got thin skin and our <laughs> listeners know this. You don't get the nickname Splinters and whatever else they call him. Hamish, that we don't we don't even show him the feedback that comes through because we know it'll upset him. <laughs> oh dear. If you got some feedback for any of us, let us know on the text this morning, O four three seven double five two five three five. You can even call us. We'd love to talk to you on the telephone. 1300 42 15 33. Don't forget, Amy is supporting Tasmanian doers. Visit iCanWin.com.au throughout October. We want you to nominate a Tassie local sports legend. They could be a player, a coach, a mentor, member, volunteer, supporter, anyone. We'll pick a winner each Friday who will receive tickets to next month's Tassie's Hall of Fame night with our man Tim Payne. 
Slug, Webster, Toby Nan Curvis, they'll all be in attendance. Amy is supporting Tasmanian doers. To find out how you could win, go to ICanWin.com.au. Big show ahead, Timmy, this morning. We've got Dean Coleman coming on. I've just looked through the, the Mercury this morning. Have you seen the photo in there of the apartment? Looks very the nice. The lounge room just overlooking the Tasman Bridge. Dean Coleman, of course, the man behind the new Mac Point Lots 2. of questions. So many questions to so ask many questions. about that and where it sits and where it's going and, and how involved with the government and what's the AFL stance on it and how's it going to... How's it all going to go forward, Brent? I'm absolutely fascinated. Uh, Sam McCulloch, who played a big part in the Tassie Tigers, big win against Canberra last weekend in Hockey 1. He'll be in the studio. Four goals in the first half. Absolutely. We'll preview the Jack Jumpers big game against the Kings on Sunday. Aussies in Pakistan tonight at the World Cup. Matty Reid from Taz Racing will join us as well. Hurricanes WBBL tonight Tonight. in Launceston. Gee whiz, I say it every week, not sure how we get it all into two hours, but we'll do our very, very best. We're off to our first break of the morning. Coming up next, though, we do preview tonight's big game between Australia and Pakistan. That's next here on SEN Tassie Breakfast. Harrison Agents. To buy, sell or rent in Tasmania. Search Harrison Agents today. Breakfast with Tim Payne and Brent Costello. Probably nothing that was said. It was more, you know, on the back of two losses. Um, yeah, our group's got pretty high standards and everyone wanted to come out and be really up for it. So I think, you know, the energy in the field was great to start with and um, everything else flowed. How hard is it to keep out the noise? Uh, no, it's, I think it's one of the strengths of our group. Um, we've all played a lot, so it's part of being an international cricketer in the middle of the World Cup. There's a lot of people watching, which is great. So um, it's nothing new, um, but yeah, we, we know what... We're about as a squad, and um, yeah, outside noise doesn't bother us too much. Well, that is Pat Cummings speaking post-win over Sri Lanka, of course, and this is now a sports update. Thanks to Irrigear to save time and water. Irrigear is here. Australia will look to make it two wins in a row when it takes on Pakistan at the Cricket World Cup tonight. The Aussies secured their first win of the tournament on Monday against Sri Lanka after dropping their first two games to India and South Africa. Meanwhile, Pakistan will be looking to recover from its first loss of the World Cup after it was crushed by India in a seven-wicket defeat last Saturday. The team has been dealing with a viral infection, but the players who are affected are expected to be available tonight. Likewise, it's expected Australia will go in unchanged. Irrigear offers expert advice and better irrigation solutions to save time and water. Irrigear is here. First of all, Tim, a relief that we got the win oh, the other night. It. Didn't we need it? But I tell you what, it makes this game even bigger. This game is huge because of India beating Pakistan, Afghanistan beating England. All of a sudden, that table or the ladder, mm. it's a table in cricket, ladder in footy, is open. Yep. But if we lose tonight, it's a two-game swing because Pakistan are obviously 2-1. and one. We're, yep. we're 2-1 in the opposite direction, so... We can draw level with them on four points, or they go to six, we stay at two, and then you, you're looking like you cannot make the semis, mm. unfortunately. So mm. it is it is a huge game. We knew that, I think, um, probably a week ago, that every game was becoming a final. But I think what's actually happened is we could potentially drop another game now, given some of the results in the last few nights, or three or four nights. So... Run us through tonight. How do you think it plays out? Who are the concerns we need to take care of for Pakistan? And yep. where do you well, think I the think, game I think we go in favourites. There's no doubt about that. I think we are a better team. And I think off the back of the Sri Lanka win, what I saw out of that game, the pleasing things I saw out of that was Adam Zampa's performance, back with four wickets. But again, it wasn't just that. We've spoken a lot about the body language of the team. Zamps, when I've played with, I haven't played with him a lot, but when I play against him, 
he's always at you. And by that, not just with his skill and his leg spin and, and his good wrong, and, but he's he's in the contest and his energy's always at you, in front of you. And I, and I thought that was lacking a little bit in the, in the first couple of games and maybe because his confidence was down and he wasn't at his best. But as he took a couple of wickets in that game, you could see that energy, that sort of spring in his step. He was starting to make eye contact and stare down batters and that's when he's at his absolute best so that's that's a huge positive for us given we've only got the one spinner specialist spinner i thought paddy cummins was was excellent uh again he's copped a lot of criticism for for his captaincy for his bowling even at times and again he hasn't been at his best in the first couple of games but i thought he was super uh i thought glenn maxwell who again was hugely spoken about this role that he'll play with the ball i think in the first three games he's been our best bowler he has been outstanding, and I thought we were probably going in one short. Yeah. We still may be back into the tournament, but so far in the first three games, I think Glenn Maxwell's that second spin option has been brilliant. Uh, and the other thing we spoke about before the Sri Lanka game was our fielding, and that performance a couple of nights ago against Sri Lanka in the field was, was sensational. So they're the positives, I guess, that we took out of it. Um, I think as well the fact that we won the game we could have, you know, five down, you'd look at it and go, that's not our best batting performance. But if you look at what actually happened, everyone got a hit, which is a positive. So you got Stoinis got some time in the middle that he probably wouldn't have got chasing 215. Uh, Glenn Maxwell was 30, not out. Uh, Marnus got some time in the middle. Steve Smith missed out. But those guys down the, that sort of middle to lower order got a good hit. So there was some real positives to come out of, out of the Sri Lankan game and it was a step in the right direction. Just on Adam Zampa... He's been battling a bit of a back spasm, so yep. hopefully he's okay to go. Um, you well, I'm sure he will be. I don't think it's anything new for him, and he's used to sort of getting his body through it and knows what he needs to do. Back spasms are, are difficult to deal with, but I think guys who've got experience with them know exactly what they need to do. He'll know he'll be in a bit of discomfort next game, but I'm sure he'll be okay. Now, what about some of these upsets we've seen so far? Uh, the latest was the Netherlands defeating South Africa. It's it's interesting, isn't it? Yeah, is it, it is. The pressure but or? it can happen in in India in the conditions. If you win the toss and get a decent score on the board, you can you can defend it on wickets that are a little bit up and down or can be very low. Um, our game next game is actually at Bangalore. I think it's the first game of the World Cup in Bangalore. Um, so that is a a tiny ground, Chinnaswamy Stadium. Great wicket and traditionally very high scoring, particularly in the IPL. It's where, obviously, Bangalore play, but they get big scores consistently there. It's a good wicket, a good one-day wicket. But in terms of Pakistan, now they are a hard team to read. They've got so much talent. They're extremely unpredictable, but with that, they are seriously dangerous. Mm. Seriously dangerous. They've got the number one ranked ODI batsman in the world, uh, Baba Azan. He's, He's on fire, and he's record against us is pretty good. Uh, Mohamed Rizwan, the wicketkeeper there, they're two key batters at three and four. Uh, Iman Al-Haq will open the batting as a left-hander who, who will dash and try and get away, but their main runs will come from Baba and Rizwan, and we've got to get them out. Yep. I like Mitchell Stark to Baba, if he can swing one down the line. And and um, and as I said, Zamps will play a huge key because they have got, if we can get those two guys out, they are so inconsistent through the middle order but again they're dangerous they've got some guys that can whack it but if we can get them in early enough and expose them like India did you can knock them over so that'll be that'll be the challenge how do we control Babar and Rizwan can we get into their middle order early enough and I think the way Zamps and Pat Cummins and 
uh, crew are starting to bowl, I think we can make some early inroads. And if we do that, we should be able to take care of business pretty That's comfortably. Coming up tonight, World Cup cricket can't wait for it. Tell you what else is coming up tonight. That's the Hobart Hurricanes WBBL season opener against the Perth Scorchers at Utah Stadium in Launceston. Looking forward to this, Drew Coleman's first game as coach. We've got uh, Shabnim Ismail. Can't wait to see her in action. I've seen her... The Renegades before, just Thunder express well. pace. Bit of pace. Yeah, love it. And be that's what we've been lacking probably, Tim, in more recent times. Had Valemic there, but obviously Yeah, I just don't think we've concerns. got it quite together with the Hurricanes. And don't I think, you? Not quite. But really? I think we can this year because if you look at what the Tigers I thought you meant done. This, sorry, I thought you meant with the squad. Yeah, no, I, th- I like our squad. Yeah, yeah. I have for a few years. It's very similar to our WNCL squad that, mm-hmm. that went, have won two years in a row. So we've got the quality there to win it, plus... Some some good overseas signings, which adds adds some more depth to it. But um, yeah, I think for that team, it is purely it's a bit like the men's Hurricanes team. It's just about can we execute because mm. they've got the talent. Yep, um, they've shown that in the WNCL. Hit the finals last year, of course, about out the first first round of finals. But uh, yeah, I think I've just got a feeling that this might be, might be the year. Our year, Brony Smith. We don't know a lot about her. She's our second of three imports. Obviously, Lizelle Lee. Is the third as well, who lives in Tasmania now. But, uh, yeah, I can't wait to see the girls in action tonight. We're star-studded list, really, when you look down at it, when you see uh, Villani and Carey and Strano and mm. Maisie Gibson's obviously playing T20 cricket too and stepped away from WNCL. Yep. So, and they've now, like I said, they've played a lot of cricket together yep. the last few years. So they know they know their roles. They're comfortable within that group. Um, and I think they're, they're building nicely to what should be a pretty successful WBBL. That's tonight at UTAS Stadium in Launceston. Amy supports Tasmanian doers, of course. A couple of uh, texts in here, Tim, and you gave me my 360 feedback at the start of the show. Text in here, it says, Brent, Tim should open a butcher shop after that effort. Thank you very, very, very You've much for that text. you stop sending texts in. Seriously, <laughs> no, it's, it's embarrassing. And another one here, feedback. Agree with TP, more community from Breno. Yep. TP, open up the wallet and let the silverfish out. <laughs> There you go. Thanks for your text yeah. this morning. Get us uh, with anything you'd like to talk about this morning, 0437 552 You might have a question for Tim about the World Cup tonight. Uh, let us know how you think the Hurricanes will go, how the Jackies will go against the Kings up in Sydney. Channel flicking tonight between the cricket. Absolutely. Be Plenty going on. Yeah, the, the World Cup one in particular, I'm looking forward to the start of the game. Yep. I want to see big Shaheen Afridi, the big left armour from Pakistan. He, he will pose a huge threat to our top order, particularly mm-hmm. if the ball's swinging early. And I think the Pakistan attack, if you look through it, remember Harris Rauf, former Glenorchy player, that <laughs> slipped through the gap, <laughs> who will bowl f- absolutely rapid through the yep. middle and at the end, and he's got great slower balls. He's a bit like Boomer. Mm-hmm. Uh They've got Hassan Ali, who's yeah, he's a, in an honest one day, and they've got some quality spin as well, Rash, uh, not Rashid Khan, but um, what's his name? Shadab, who played for the Hurricanes yes. last year. Very Shadab skillful Khan. bowler. Yep. Uh, and again, in those conditions can be a real handful. So there's plenty of good cricket to be watched tonight. We are off to new sport and weather and coming back to talk all things racing with our man, Matty Reid from Taz Racing. That's next here on SEN Tassie. SEN Tassie Breakfast at 7.33 on this Friday morning, the 20th of October. And Tassie Thoroughbred Racing is back under lights and to talk all things racing from Taz Racing is our man, Matty Reid. How are you, Snap? Tim, <laughs> I came in here worried about uh, Pony's welfare after after AJ was in here last time. He, I've bounced back. Yeah, AJ was really worried that you'd done some serious damage, mate. No, no, I'm all right. Well, I, well, I was worried about you because I thought you were going to be at the breakfast in Launceston. Uh, so your yeah, name was, was there, and I thought, yeah. oh, beauty, ready to be here. I'll be able to 
You know, Brent's left me hanging, but at least someone from the show is going to represent us. Family drama. He was wearing two hats, but yeah, no. Family dramas. I would have rather have been there. I hope everything's okay. Uh, Now, fresh off a clinic uh, last Friday night at the uh, awards night, I heard you did a fantastic job, so well done for that, Snap. Um, Let's talk Greyhound racing first off the top this morning, though. Track record in Lonnie Monday night. Nailam Fenter. Took a bit off the uh, 278 metre record. It's the fifth track record in Lonnie this year, Breno. Track's been absolutely on fire up there, and it probably speaks to the the high quality dogs that we've got. Uh, yeah, Nalem Fencer very quick over the 278. Uh, I think 15.7 something was the winning time. No luck last night over the longer distance, but uh, the winning trainer there, Neville Allison, actually ties in with the Thoroughbred Awards. He was up there accepting an award on behalf of his uh, grandfather, Jack Stubbs, who was inducted into the Hall of Fame. So uh, they've sort of dabbled across a couple of different codes. But yeah, Nalem Fencer, one of many top-line dogs that we've got, and another track record bit the dust. And Snapper in uh, the Australian Drivers' Championship in the Harness takes place on uh, on Saturday night in Launceston, which is like a state of origin theme, I believe. Yeah, it is. I knew you boys would be keen for this, particularly you, Breno. Any opportunity to don the, the Tassie colours is the map. That he loves the map. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we'd, our silks are quite the map, but Mark Yole and... Uh, Mitch Ford, name escaped me there for a moment, uh, representing Tassie against all the states, all the best drivers from around the country. So basically, they get allocated randomly drives on the night tomorrow yep. in Launceston. It's very even racing. Um, but if you go by the betting market, we've got a pretty good chance of winning that one. Mark Yell's second favourite just behind Shannon Savalco from WA. So mm. really good night of racing, and there'll be a good crowd on course as well. The the club up there have uh, got a function organised, so if you haven't got Saturday night plans, get along to, to Lonnie Harness. It'll be terrific. Let's talk about thoroughbred racing. Star sprinter Bello Bow return in Lonnie Wednesday night with a, a hard-fought victory. Now the next thoroughbred rating is Friday week in Lonnie, and that's a, a big one, isn't it? Always popular before the Cox Plate, so yeah, looking forward to that. Yeah, there'll be a, a good crowd on track again. It's one of several Friday night meetings that the Launceston Club have, but uh, just going back to Bellow Bow, it was great to see him back. He's probably the one that's maybe anointed to be the next superstar of Tassie Racing when the inevitable finally uh, hangs up that title, and um, yeah, it was probably a, a workman-like win from Bellow Bow, but importantly, he got the job done, and he's probably a horse that's on the path to the state's best sprint race, which is the new market, at the end of next month. Uh, but yeah, we don't race until next Friday, where there's a there will be a really good program, probably a, a large number of horses, given what we saw at the trials. And then after that, Hobart's almost back from their renovation. So Chris and Wally and the team have done a great job looking after that track for a bit of a break. They race on Melbourne Cup Day and back up on the Saturday as well, which I think, incidentally, will be the next time that we see the inevitable run, which will be in the Champions Mile at Flemington. So for those racing fans looking get to get back to Elwick, uh, not long to go. And, mate, the Racing Bible, is it is it one and done? No, I've been looking for to, it. It's on my to-do list A lot today, of texts coming in from our listeners. <laughs> Where's Reedy's Bible in the Examiner? The north of the state are... Just, they just can't wait for it to come There'll out There'll be something in there it's, uh, online today for tomorrow's paper. Okay. Oh, oh, there you okay. go. Yeah. Cut it out, please. Hammer, I'll need that for next week's interview. Uh, now, you couldn't play cricket last weekend, so you're ready to play tomorrow, but the weather's no good. I will be playing, well, 
It's the end of the, the world, isn't it? First to two T20s, but yeah, monsoon. So we'll just kind of hope that karma heads prevail. We want the call made early, Penny. You yeah, want, nothing you, more no, frustrating. Nobody wants to drive to a ground. Where are you at? And go, gee, it's raining. We're at home at Sandfly. <laughs> yeah. uh, we had a does few it drain well down at Sandfly? Or it you? certainly doesn't. <laughs> it certainly doesn't. So, uh, yeah, I don't think we'll be playing much cricket, but there'll be plenty else I, to do. If we do, what number are we seeing you stroll to the uh, crease? I think it'll be T20's not my go, Penny. Isn't it? I'll well, be sort of five or six. And can't play the Labashane role, just run them ragged well, and that's chip it in what the gaps? what I'll try and do, yeah. Very good. Tazzy Thoroughbred Racing is back under lights. Grab your and get along. Lonnie Knight Racing is back. Knight.tazracing.com.au and imagine what you could be buying instead for free and confidential support. Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au Nice to see you, Snap. Have a great weekend. Should tease too. We've got a special thing lined up for Monday's show as oh, well. So we do. Listeners will need to watch and tune into that one. Visual sort of setup. Yeah, we do. Yeah, actually, yeah. yes. Interesting. It's discussed yesterday, Brent, if you were there, but it's um, <laughs> all right. Pony knows. That's be right. a nice surprise for Brent. It will. Uh, have a nice weekend, Snap. We're off to our next break of the morning. Coming back with questions without notice next. Harrison Agents. To buy, sell or rent in Tasmania. Search Harrison Agents today. Breakfast with Tim Payne and Brent Costello. On SEN Tassie Breakfast, questions without notice. Sure is, 7.44, Friday morning, and I'm starting with you today, Tim. Well, you... I'm not ready for it, Brent. For minute. <laughs> Why? I'm that disappointing, Hamish. <laughs> Why? Honestly. Well, we've just got a bit of feedback, haven't we? We know what's, what's my fear. Reading? Yeah. So we come in early, we do these live reads. It takes me a while to get them right. And now I've been stitched up, I believe. One's gone to air with me making a few mistakes. <laughs> And we all think it's funny, do we? <laughs> it, is, it is a little bit. <laughs> do we really? Uh, well, maybe it's because I took that photo of Hamish this morning. He's paid you back. Yeah. I don't like this tit for tat stuff no, between you two. No, it's getting a little bit too much. It's only going to be one winner. It. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not me, unfortunately. I don't like not winning. <laughs> okay, Tim, oh. let's straighten up. You've said on this show a few times now you'd like to see a more active BBL trade system. Yes, I would. What changes would you make to the current format? Would it include in-season trading or the potential to trade picks in the international draft? Or how, well, how a bit would, of everything. I'd like to see a bit of imagination used. Well, I think, what, and, no, and well, firstly, it's a six-week competition, so you should be able to trade your players wherever you like. At the moment, the player during the competition. Or no, before? no. So we're talking about the trade week because let's look what the AFL trade weeks has done. It's two weeks of radio, TV, content. It's not even footy season, and all we're talking about is footy. It's brilliant, and that's mm-hmm. what it's that's what it's for. The Big Bash trade week comes and goes. You wouldn't even know it's on. No. Because there's no trades. There's been about three trades in 10 BBLs. So it's irrelevant. So let's make it relevant. How, Tim, was the question? How, take the players out of it. You're, you have no say. It's a six-week competition. If clubs want to trade you, they can trade you. That'd be you, the you first You would be one. happy with that as a Hurricane, former Hurricanes player to be traded off to, I don't know, the Sydney Thunder? It is what it is. You'd cop that, would you? Well, you'd have to get on a plane and go and play eight games and come back. You're not moving your house. Imagine... An AFL player who's got to go to Sydney and live, or an NBA player who's got to move across the country in a day. We're talking no, about six weeks. The players are playing in different teams anyway. So I'm saying give the give the clubs a bit of power to trade players and trade picks, and let's get some movement. Let's get it happening. All right. That, that would Don't be mind my it. thing. 
Um, do you disagree? Look at this panic here. Do you disagree? <laughs> His computer screen's locked itself out. Mate, this is... Do you disagree or not? <laughs> uh, no, I like it. Yeah. You've got, you got to make it relevant. You're right. How well do the AFL do with their structure? So you finish with the grand final, straight into trade radio, into trade week. Well, the fixture will come out. Then it's draft time. So you really only got late December. We on SEN have a full-time show yeah, dedicated to who's moving clubs. Mm-hmm. And there's picks getting traded. There's points getting tallied. There's players going left, right, and center. How many trades were there? 30-something? Was there that many? Picks would have, the picks that were going left, right, and centre, but it's interesting, and it keeps you engaged in the sport that you love. Yep. Uh, Brent, what's your opinion on the alternative design for the stadium released during the week, and do you think it has legs? Um, well, I'm not sure it does. Well, yeah, it does, but it doesn't. It sounds like the, the government's lukewarm on it. They've obviously got this contract with the AFL signed for Macquarie Point. This is up at Regatta Point. Love the whole concept, though. I think it was genius to have the apartments on the outside of the stadium. I think that's a great idea. Seems like everyone's on board. They've consulted with everyone the right way. RSL's important. They're happy with it. Uh, the Regatta Association. So they've done done all the work, and the concept designs are amazing. So, that, in terms of, terms of consulting with everyone, is, is that the difference with the other one, do you think? I guess so, yeah. yeah. The location's the big one, though, isn't it? They've got this signed agreement for Macquarie Point, and this isn't Macquarie Point. It's up the road. It's close. It's very close. Regretted point, isn't and it? And the thing I've got, and I look forward to asking Dean Cohen about this, is the federal government's money, which they will need to use for this, was for Mac Point. Yeah. And this is up the road. Yeah, so that's what I'm, I was trying to figure out last night. So does, does the precinct, is the is it just from what we've seen so far, is the stadium getting moved to, to Regatta Point, and a lot of the precinct still stays around... Mac point. Mm, looked like it was on the, the it aerial more? shot. Looked like there was still a fair chunk of unused land on Mac point. Yeah, wrong. it did, didn't it? Yeah. And so that's what I looked at. I was like, well, if I'm coming from, say, Evans Street, am I, how am I getting... Yeah. Do I, am I walking through all of that unused yep. kind of mess or am I going around it or do we integrate that part of it that, that, somehow? That'll be good to ask Dean about later on in the show. This, of course, is Questions Without Notice. Thanks to Amir Safety, your Australian-owned workwear and PPE provider. We should, we should get listeners to text in, yeah, text in absolutely. For, for Dean. Send us some questions if you want us to ask on your behalf. 0437 552 If you've got a question for Dean Coleman later in the show about the Stadium 2.0 that came out during the week. Now, Tim, according to The Telegraph, Scott Boland and Nathan Lyon will reportedly play county cricket next season. Was playing domestic cricket over in England ever something on your radar? And do you regret not getting the chance to do it? Why didn't you play county cricket? Uh, Probably wasn't good enough, potentially. Um, And it's unusual, I think, for a wicketkeeper to go over and play county cricket. They just don't need them, potentially. I nearly played played some T20s for... Uh, Gloucester at one stage. I was over there playing league cricket and I was actually playing on the Saturday and I got a phone call to the club that I was at mm-hmm. and it was actually Ian Harvey who was the assistant coach of Gloucester at the time and I think they may have had Michael Klinger uh, got injured and they were wondering if, but because I was over there on a different type of visa I couldn't I couldn't do uh, it Okay, unfortunately so um, no I didn't get the chance I would have loved to have but there we go Texting here from Daniel. Spot on, Pony. These players and clubs are equipped for player movement. Give some power back to the clubs. 
Thanks for your text, Daniel. Yeah, absolutely. Now, Brent, uh, the Hurricanes are one of only two WBBL teams to never make it to the final. What do you think changes this year? Well, we, we spoke about it before, didn't we? I think uh, the inclusion of Ismail is a fantastic one. Brings some electric pace to the squad. Something different. I like uh, the inclusion of Smith because we don't know a lot about her. And I asked Sally Ann Beams about this the other day. It's a bit like when Joffre Archer came out, wasn't it? We didn't yeah. know a lot about him and he ended Who's up being guy? a superstar. <laughs> so I've got uh, vibes there for Brioni Smith. Lizelle Lee can obviously whack the cricket ball. Looking forward to seeing how she goes. And then we've got the... The star domestic players as well, so I think it's going to be a, a ripping year for the Hurricanes, and I think they'll start with a win against Perth tonight. Tim, what's your opinion on cricket becoming an Olympic sport? Oh, I love it. Do you? I love it. You could have been a gold medalist. Well, you? you could have got the Red, Olympic rings worry. tattooed on always, you somewhere. I'm always someone who's thinking ahead. I mean, oh. In 2028, <laughs> it's probably beyond me as a player, but maybe I'd, I'd be a handy assistant coach oh, at the Olympics absolutely. in L.A., I could I could rough it. See yourself there. I could rough it over there in the Well, that's a very in the point. Olympic Village if I had to on my single bed. I don't mind. As long as it's not too far away from the beach or Hollywood, I'll be I'll be more than happy to go over. Might even go for free. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> might, if might you bring do that for free. To go to the Olympics. You wouldn't do anything for free, Tim. Well, I would need a meal allowance or something, but <laughs> apart from that. Oh dear. Uh, uh Breno, basketball one, Tyler Cook has departed the southeast southeast Melbourne. Phoenix, not the Magic. I, yes. I, I wish they were still called the, the Magic. They were, they were a great team back in the day. Tony the Bear, Ronaldson uh, they and all these have. guys. Oh. So he said he's going to listen to offers from other NBL teams. And if it were possible, should should we be having a crack at him, as some of our fans on socials have suggested? Um, and how would that work, by the way? Well, we'd have to get rid of someone. We'd have to can someone. Yeah, to bring someone in. So that's not happening. I, I, I wouldn't. No, I know a lot of people, even SEN's Chris Simons has suggested we do it, but no, I think we stick, stick it out. Marcus Lee is probably the one that would have to go, and I'd stick with him. Why wouldn't we let him go? Well, that's it. Obviously, he he probably obviously found difficulties for him through the season, uh, through the the season so far, but I think he's got a lot of upside, Marcus Lee, and, and speaking to we Jared have- Weeks about him yesterday... They're really pushing him to become the player they know he can be. Mate, I wasn't one of the assistants saying he could be the best player in the competition. Correct. Correct. I'd be sticking it out with Marcus for sure. I'm pretty happy with our imports. Yep. I mean, the guy can clearly play, but I don't know if it's worth the disruption. And See, no. <laughs> see you, mate. No. It's not. We, we're going. Okay. There's no way that's going to happen. No, I wouldn't have thought so. Not a chance. That is Questions Without Notice. Thanks to Amir Safety, your Australian-owned workwear and PPE provider. We are off to our break. Just a reminder to text us any questions you might have for Dean Coleman, who is in charge of Stadium 2.0 here uh, in Hobart, 0437 552 He'll join us in the second hour. We're off to our final break of the hour, though, now, and coming back to wrap it up next. Harrison Agents. To buy, sell or rent in Tasmania, search Harrison Agents today. Breakfast with Tim Payne and Brent Costello. 7.58 with two minutes away from New Sport and Weather. Uh, how do you think the first hour's gone this morning, Tim? Oh, we've struggled. <laughs> we've, been, we've been off the board. We've been okay. Oh, well. Oh, some, bit, but I've I think been we've, okay. Yeah, I'm pretty happy bad. with how I've gone. Not bad. I think we're just thrown a bit by Hamish's unprofessionalism <laughs> this morning. Um, that's all right. We'll, We'll bounce back second track. Dean Coleman's a big guest, and yep. uh, 
got plenty to ask him, so we'll um, we'll bounce back after that. We definitely will, and we might even go to new sport and weather touch early, so we can have a little longer with Dean Coleman, who's our guest. Just a reminder: if you've got a question for Dean, like David of Launceston has sent in, give us a text. Oh, Four minutes past eight o'clock on this Friday morning, SEN Tassie Breakfast. Uh, now, we spoke about your ear off the top this morning, Tim. And I noticed during the week Hamish put a tweet out just acknowledging that. And he had an injury update. And it said, Meantime, Brent Costello has been cleared to broadcast despite neck pain due to constant head wobbling. Mm. Well, poor Anne on Twitter thought, that was serious. And they've written, Dear Brent Costello, your unwavering dedication to your work, even in the face of discomfort, is truly admirable. May you find relief from your neck pain and may your resilience guide you through any challenges. Mm. Be strong and may you soon find Absolutely. comfort and healing. Yeah. And that's a word I'll use lovely? with you, resilience. Yeah. Absolutely, I would. Mm. <laughs> Um, we're uh, waiting for our guest to join us, Dean Coleman, and I think he's on the line now. Dean, of course, is part of the big operation of Stadium 2.0 for Hobart's Waterfront. Dean, good morning to you. Welcome to SEN Tassie Breakfast. Thanks very much. Uh, lovely to be on. Yeah, great to talk to you. Now, just for those that aren't up to speed, um, just bring us up to date with what you've released during the week and what you hope to do with it. Um, well, obviously, we released our uh, concept for, as you're calling it, uh, Stadium 2.0, but uh, we're a Stadia precinct, which happens to have at the centre core of it a sports and entertainment precinct, but it's surrounded by apartments, hotel, private hospital, convention centre, retail, hospitality, to make it so that there's becomes a destination point rather than just being a specific sports stadium. We, we, we want the football, we want the um, stadium. Uh, but one thing that's, uh, if you don't mind me saying, it's funny, um, our, our project is actually on Macquarie Point as well. And uh, it's, it's, it's actually the original Macquarie Point because all of Macquarie Point um, is reclaimed land. But the all of our project is actually on the, the, the original landfall that was then got designated as being called the regatta ground. So it's a, it's a, quite an interesting way that people have been talking about, uh, you know, we've got to have a stadium on Macquarie Point. We are actually on Macquarie Point as well. How much though, Dean? Because on the aerial view, it looked like a lot of it was still undeveloped or have I looked at that wrong? Um, the undeveloped uh, area of uh, Macquarie Point is... That that's all reclaimed land. Most of Hobart is reclaimed, you know, where the town hall is, round through Salamanca. But the original land follows the foreshore round from um, the Hewan Naval Base, round past the Regatta Pavilion, and then ran along the side, which has got the quarry face where the old uh, concrete works used to be, up to the Royal Engineers Building. So that that was all the original Macquarie Point land, and then it was extended out into the water by being reclaimed, you know, over the last century and a half. So, but when you look at our aerial photo of the stadium, what we're showing is just the stadium structure at the moment. But we did release, and there are images on the the um, stadiaprecinct.com website showing that we do some development on Macquarie Point, uh, which is for workers' uh, accommodation in the early stages, because this is such a large project that the workforce in Tasmania would have to be supplemented a bit with um, fly-in workers, and so we'd be building a construction village, would, which at the end of the project would be re-provisioned to being 
social and affordable housing. And then the remaining area around Macquarie Point, we would look to work with Macquarie Point Corporation in, in um, making sure that that blended in you know, with the Reconciliation Park, hoping that up to be the, the public area that most of the people of Hobart have wanted to make sure that it's planned out in a really nice format, like a, a really well-developed plan. I was part of the team that did Marble Stadium, but back when it was built, it was called Colonial Stadium, and that was the only structure that was developed in the Docklands. And so for a period of time, it stuck out like a sore thumb. But one of the things as it's been built around, the master planning wasn't as good as what it should have been, and it's ended up having quite a few wind tunnels. There's not enough public activation parks, and so that's why once we're successful on this project, um, we would work to make sure that the vision for Macquarie Point is actually achieved and it's turned into something that it blends beautifully and makes you know Hobart, Tasmania, the place to go to. Yeah, Dean, what benefits do you believe that your proposal offers that, that aren't a part of the government's plans for the precinct? Well, the key one is the financial um, component because, uh, you know, we're Everybody knows that the cost of a stadium is going to be well north of a billion dollars. Um, but our stadium is designed differently where the perimeter of the stadium is actually supplemented by others. So the accommodation, hotels, convention centre, all of those, they actually contribute funds the same way as if you're, you know, the apartment sales, there's a portion of the uh, sales cost that goes to um, paying for the land. And that fund is then put into the stadium build. So the cost of the stadium comes down. And so what we end up having is a project which is significantly cheaper than the stadium for Macquarie Point. But the other key one is that we're on solid ground and whilst the excavation and reclamation of the land in front of the regatta grounds is quite significant, it's um, all solid ground. So there's not the, the risk factor is, is very marginal. And we've been working with Hazel Brothers and our Geotech team for a number of years because of our previous project that we tried to put up to the Royal Hobart Hospital. So we know that area really well. So from our side, it's it's risk, it's delivery time and it's cost. Dean Coleman is our guest on SEN Tassie Breakfast. We put forward a new proposal for Macquarie and Regatta Point during the week alongside former Premier Paul Lennon. Dean, a question here from David of Launceston on our text. Why wasn't the alternative plan released two months ago ahead of the project of state significance process? Um, the principal one on that is the respect that we have for the, the stakeholders that are involved in the project. Um, we have been working basically the last 26 weeks with the RSL, the Regatta Association and the Council. And to be quite honest, if the RSL hadn't have supported our project, we wouldn't have proceeded. Our respect for the return services is, is just so critical. So the way that the time frame worked, we weren't able to release until we had our final session with the Hobart City Council, which happened on Tuesday afternoon of this week. Uh, where we presented to all the sitting members of council. We'd been working with the council executive, but we wanted to make sure that we had the approval from the council. Now, the Macquarie Point master plan was supposed to be released in the first week of October, and it wasn't. So it was just a pure coincidence that it came out. Um, we were always going to go live on Wednesday, 
this week because uh, it's, we wanted to make sure that we had all the stakeholders approval and support and then we would go public so that everybody could have their say about it. It was just, I suppose, Murphy's Law that it came out um, effectively two days after Macquarie Point released theirs, but probably more interestingly, after Macquarie Point said that they wouldn't be releasing plans of the stadium for at least another 12 months. You know, um, I, I still can't understand that, but we've, within our pack, you can see the stadium. Uh, we're very well advanced, even on seating allocation and so that's, that's just worked out that way, but it was critically the stakeholders, and I think you'll see that with the Lord Mayor's article today in the Mercury, where um, you know, the Lord Mayor has come out in, in support of what we're doing, but that's because we've actively engaged them, we've spoken to them, but there's a list of other really key stakeholders that we've activated and talked to, like the TSO, like they're right next door to where the, the stadium at Macquarie Point's proposed, and there's major impacts on those that Macquarie Point tenants haven't been spoken to. So we, we're all about making sure that we've got the support and approval of the key stakeholders before we went public, and we weren't going to go public until we had that. Yeah, and then in terms of next steps and going forward, what about the involvement of government and AFL? Obviously, there's a contract in place there. How, how do you see a way around that? Um, well, now that the uh, Premier has survived another no-confidence motion, like it's, it's been um, pretty interesting to try and uh, pitch our uh, project from a financial basis. We've been talking with eight of the top-tier financial companies in Australia that are national and international, uh, and they've been waiting in the wings, but they look at the political climate in Tasmania and sort of the big question mark against it. So now Parliament's finished sitting yesterday. There's stability at the moment. Um, we're hoping that the government will be a little bit more positive about what we've put forward. Uh, and from that, we will also then look to reach out to AFL, follow the process, follow the procedures, and, and you know restrict, respect what's been done today, but then let them know what we're about, what we're trying to achieve, and make sure that really what Tasmania gets is a stadium, a stadium that ends up being the best stadium in Australia. It should be because it'll be the newest, but that doesn't always guarantee it. But we've been working with a number of different groups right across the globe about different things that we can introduce to the stadium that makes it a really strong revenue hub. And from that, that means the team venue will be very successful. That flows on to a successful team um, and really great for the Tasmanian economy. Uh, just one more before we let you go, Jenny. Have you spoken to the federal government about this? Obviously, Anthony Albanese's uh, money was for Mac Point specifically. I know you said earlier that you feel like you are on Mac Point as well as Regatta Point. Um, but do, do you think that's a if if this managed to go ahead somehow, that that money is yours if you if you want to go ahead and build this stadium and, uh, on the precinct? Uh, absolutely, absolutely. The, the, the engagement with the federal government. Uh, commenced last week with the timeline on, on our release. So just as a matter of courtesy, uh, they were informed of what we were doing. Um, and then, obviously, with the release of the website, we've basically put everything on the website uh, that shows everybody how we plan to do it, how we can achieve it, the letters of recommendation from the stakeholders, uh, the, the next phase of that, and which we'll release over the next two weeks because of the commercial and confidence aspect. We, we're very open, very transparent. 
the way that the financial model will work will be released and that it will give the Tasmanian people a huge amount of comfort in knowing that they own the stadium from day dot and um, and it's our stadium will not send the state broke but actually will make the state very strong so there's a there's a very uh, well constructed business case that will be released uh, once we get a little bit more encouragement from the government. Well, Damien, really appreciate your time this morning. Um, there's a bit of feedback on the text, just congratulating you and, and your team for an extremely well thought out proposal. So a lot of people really impressed with what you've, you've brought to the table this week. Thanks so much for explaining it all to us here on SEN Tassie Breakfast and good luck with it all moving forward. Yeah, thanks very much. Happy to take a call anytime and, and introduce the team to answer questions. We, we really are focused on making sure this is a really iconic structure for Tasmania. Good on you, Dean. Dean Coleman there who put forward uh, a, an alternative proposal for Macquarie and Regatta Point this week, speaking to us here on SEN Tassie Breakfast. Love your feedback on the interview. If you could uh, send us through a text and let us know what you thought, 0437 Double five two five three five. We're off to a break and coming back with Damien Wright, our expert tip, tipster, and a preview of the Jack Jumpers' big game against the Kings in Sydney this weekend. That's next on SEN Tassie Breakfast. Harrison Agents to buy, sell, or rent in Tasmania. Search Harrison Agents today. Breakfast with Tim Payne and Brent Costello. Good morning. Guess who's back? Oh, goodness me. When I cannot you, when, believe it. When a man <laughs> texts our producer and demands his own audio, wow. demanded his own audio. <laughs> I, think it's a show, I think it's a first for the show. Extraordinary uh, behaviour. I want my theme song, uh, he said, or I'm not coming on. Goodness gracious me. Good morning, Damien Wright. Uh, good morning, boys. How you going? Yep, self-requested that one. I thought it's about time. Ben, six or seven in a row. I thought that would be a good start. Well, six. Six in a row. Well, six not in a row because technically you had a week off when you were a bit I unwell. I was very Now, yes. our producer's a bit sceptical on it, though. He reckons you just read the form, didn't like anything that week, and thought, I'll have the week off. Smart. Well, that's smart punching, Tim, as you know. Um, but, yeah, no, it's very... So uh, what did you get yeah. get up last week? What was the what did it pay in the end? Oh, the mighty Asfura. She was terrific, that's right. wasn't she? Last start at Caulfield, and, um, yeah, she was simply too good for him. There was a bit of... Mail about uncommon James, but she um, she absolutely flew past it and and, uh, and won beautifully there. So it was a great day for all the connections and, and a good friend of mine, JT, who uh, thoroughly enjoyed it again. Well, Righty, before we get your tip for this week, I think um, you've had a busy last couple of days. I think uh, Brendan's got a work car, <laughs> right. and I believe it is either diesel or petrol. Oh no! And he's put the opposite yeah, in. No. Now normally he'd say that's a bit uh, but I this is the second time yeah, in a was... month he's done it twice. <laughs> I was going to brace myself for you uh, bringing this up, Payne. I knew this was going to happen, mate. And I thought, well, I better get prepared. Yes, my car's a little unwell. Yeah, um, I've been pretty determined to turn a diesel truck into an unleaded one. Um, <laughs> But it's the second time you've done it, isn't it? It is the second time I've done it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I've, 
I've had to give a shout out to Grant Costello. He's a great mate of mine there at Carp Toyota, and the boys have looked after him. They gave me a uh, a Rav Four to drive out of the the, uh, the yard yesterday, just before while mine's getting fixed. And he and he yells out just as I leave, Ryan, don't forget, mate. This one takes unleaded. And I turned around and said, mate, I'm pretty good with that petrol, so no worries. <laughs> oh, I feel your pain, Roddy. I've I've done that myself before in a work car, and it's not a nice feeling when you have to ring up and get something. Oh, are you, sort are you distracted Breno, at the Bowser? What's going on, know. mate? I don't know. How yeah, do you find the nod too many the, things, Breno? <laughs> yeah, exactly. The nozzle's not meant to fit one way, though, is it? You can't. You can't put a diesel nozzle into an unleaded thing well, or yeah. vice versa. Really, you can. You can, yeah. It must be the other way. <laughs> anyway, gee, we're talking yeah, some can't. rubbish here. What's your tip this week? Yeah, you got one yeah. for the Caulfield Cup, Roddy, or are you yeah. sticking closer to home, oh, or what's I'd... going on? No, nah, mate, I've gone to Caulfield. It's a great day. Caulfield Cup day is going to be brilliant. So I've, I've gone. My best bet is in the last race of the day, so you're going to have to wait around for the last one, but it's number five, Vivian. It's uh, just she's a mare that's in great form. I think... Um, the last three wins uh, out of five have been at Caulfield too. So um, I think she'll be really, really tough to beat. So race 10, number five, Vivian. And then in the Caulfield Cup, I do actually like number eight, Sulcombe, who's the best each-way bet of the day. And that's young Jack Rewald's got a, um, got a connection there, I think. So um, it's, a bit of, it's one for all the Tassie people to follow as well. Very nice, mate. Imagine what you could be buying instead for free and confidential support. Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Look forward to seeing how you go. As well, is we he going to be do. back next week well, again? So. I'll hope tell you so. what, the pressure is on him in another area this week. Oh, no. The Uni Lions <laughs> in the uh, Premier League cricket have gone two and zip while yes. the coach has been away. I heard this. I heard now he this. returns this week, so it'll be very interesting to see right. if he just fits in or he just tries to... Change it up. I heard they were coachless last week because Benny Harrison had to go to Launceston. There was no one running the ship. So the boys are pretty happy. Extraordinary. Yeah, they're going very well. I've been told to stay in the clubhouse there. Uh, to, uh, while the game's on, mate. So I'm well, happy, though, while the Caulfield Cup, though, you'd be happy to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. uh, very good, Roddy. Nice to talk uh, to you. Have a great weekend. Yeah, you too, boys. Cheers. Damien Wright, our guest tipster here on SEN Tassie Breakfast. Let's talk some Jack Jumpers, Tim. A big game against Huge the Sydney game. Kings. 4 p.m. Sunday, but I love that time slot. Yeah, it's not bad, is it, actually? Sunday, you're just winding yeah. down. Sydney, away. That's a big game. How are we going to win is. that? That's our a record, tough. Is that the second toughest game in our, the comp? You think Perth away won? Well, again, we've had good success in Perth, and we've had some success at Kudos Bank Arena as well. So we're not intimidated by going there. No DJ Hoke still for Sydney, who's right. a very important player for them, uh, and has been. Um, obviously, it's his first season with the Sydney Kings, but they'd love to get him out there. But yeah, look, we beat him a couple of weeks ago here, didn't we, on our home deck? So going up there, we'll go up with confidence. You won't want to go. You won't want to go in thinking you've won the game. But speaking to Jared Weeks yesterday, they've worked on their physicality. Weeks' words were they were a little bit soft last week against South East Melbourne, really? the Jack Jumpers. So they've been working on that during the week. Um, so looking forward to seeing how they that, go. That's something that probably upset the Sydney siders too, isn't it? If you get a bit, I reckon, bit physical with them. I reckon, yeah. But then you've got to be careful because, as I said before, Marcus Lee being foul a little trouble. bit of foul trouble. So you want him to be aggressive but not too aggressive. As Weeks, he said, you want to cut out some of those fouls. That unnecessary. Unnecessary. Stuff. Exactly right. Well, it's interesting on how you get more physical in basketball without yeah. fouling. Yes. Yeah. It's obviously ways to do it, I guess. So we started the season really well. Uh, obviously, hiccup last week. Again, we probably should have taken care of. Um, unlucky not to get that second free throw. Mm. Majuk Deng. 
So we need to bounce back, and, and hopefully we do. And then when's the next one up? When's our next home Then game? we're back home next Friday night so against Melbourne United. Oh, we do too. And that's like a five o'clocker. No. No? No, 7.30. No, it's too late for me, Brent. <laughs> Surely you're going to get to your first game next I will, week. no. I'll go to the Melbourne United game, definitely. Good. Especially once we knock off the Kings on, on Sunday afternoon. Very nice. Uh, don't forget, uh, Amy is supporting Tasmanian doers. Visit iCanWin.com. Throughout October, we want you to nominate a Tassie local sports legend that can be a player, a coach, a mentor, member, volunteer, or supporter. We'll pick a winner each Friday who will receive tickets to next month's Tassie's Hall of Fame night for themselves and their local doer, Toby Nankervis, our man Tim Payne, and Bo Webster, all in attendance. Amy is supporting Tasmanian doers. To find out how you could win, go to iCanWin.com. Com.au. Did you think about asking Weeks if he wanted to come on when you're interviewing him in your other role, or did you just? Hammer, Hammer said that we were full. Well, I wanted the coach on. Hammer. Hammer said no. He's the boss. I was going to follow what he says, Tim. Uh, text in here, boys. Got, we've got to get him on on a Friday. Yeah, I agree. For a weekend game. Hey, don't, don't look at me. I don't run this show. Okay. I just sit here and talk. Hammer's the one that puts it all together. You think we'd have someone from the Hurricanes on today too, ahead of the season launch? No room, according to Hammer Time. Boys, a great breakfast in Launceston yesterday with Hutchie and Pony. Gee, that SEN bloke from Hobart is a nice fella. Well, there you go. Are you talking about you, do you reckon? Um, it was either me or Justin, oh, I guess. Ju- it's a, uh, <laughs> I'll just realise who the text from. Okay. Very good. All right. Oh, yep, with you now. Time for new sport and weather, and we're coming back next to talk to Warren Lucas. We are, and next week we'll get on to Hamish, see if he can get us some basketball rep- representation on the show. Or some cricket. That'd be nice, wouldn't Maybe it? Maybe some, some, sort of sport some sports on. <laughs> Amazing. Who'd have thought? That's <laughs> after this Warren Lucas joins us. Ian Tassie. Yes, it is 8.32 in the morning on this Friday, the 20th of October, and joining us on the line now is a friend of the show, Warren Lucas from Chemist Warehouse. Morning, Warren. Hope you're well, mate. Tell us about the fundraising clearance sale you have at Chemist Warehouse Northgate and Chemist Warehouse Mowbray today. All proceeds going to a great cause in Fight MND, mate. Thanks very much for having me, guys. Yeah, from a national level, Chemist Warehouse are the major sponsor of the Danaher's Drive, which is the second largest fundraising event for Fight MND. Obviously, there's a strong sporting connection there with Neil Danaher. So anyone can go into one of our stores for this month um, and make a donation. But we're running this um, fundraising clearance sale as well at both Northgate and Mowbray. So fragrances, cosmetics, skincare, hair care, uh, first aid, you name it, we've got it at heavily discounted prices and 100% of the proceeds go to Fight MND. And Warren, that's not the only way that customers can contribute to the Fight MND Chemist Warehouse this week? Yep, no, so they can also go into the, into any of the Tasmanian stores or stores nationally actually um, and make a donation through our, um, through our uh, in cash or by FPOS card, however they'd like to do it. Very nice. Now, of course, uh, a very exciting time of year coming up, the holiday season. What's some of the more exciting products, I guess, you've got that you can tell our listeners about getting up to Christmas? Yeah, well, this time of year, it's all about fragrances coming up to Christmas. So we've got our um, November catalogue commencing on Thursday next week. So that's jam-packed full of fragrances. I'd be sure to, to check that one out. Brent, you'll, you'll be straight in there, Breno, I reckon. Loving it, loving the Doesn't like paying for them, though, was it? But That's not true Also, mate, you're a hockey fan. Have you been keeping an eye on the Tassie Tigers start to the hey, hockey one on. season? There's a text here from Steve McMullen, well, the Tigers coach, saying, was it, you're, you're a former Tigers player, is that right? I, I did I did previously play for the Tigers, yes, but on that subject, I, 
I did see, I saw some footage, Tim, of you trying out for the Tassie Tigers as a keeper. Yes. Um, Now, I'm not sure whether you were trying to keep or whether you actually thought you were batting and trying to move your pads out of the way. I was um, trying to move my feet but, out of the way. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I'm, I'm, I am at Northgate all day today, so if you want to come out and maybe we can give you some treatment for that bruised ego. <laughs> <laughs> well, it'd be twice in a week because I was nearly out there for a burst eardrum the other day, but uh, no, anyway, <laughs> uh, it was not easy standing in the sticks, I must admit. Very good. Uh, Warren, you got some good stuff there, mate. Uh, it's a good feedback for our listeners to get out there and get sorted for Christmas. Thanks for joining us on SEN Tassie Breakfast this morning. No worries. Thanks for having me, guys. See you later. Warren Lucas from Chemist Warehouse joining us on the show. Can you read out the text from David, please, there, Tim? It's Where the second it? one down. No jack jumpers or hurricanes before big games, but instead a washed-up former Newtown cricketer giving tips on the races. Hammer, it's time to lift. There you go. Some feedback People there for spoken, Hamish. Hamish. Another well, text. Hopefully, because we give him this feedback, so maybe a bit of, bit of feedback from our, our listeners. Maybe yeah. he'll take that on board because he's not listening to us, is he? No. Uh, another text in here. We'd love you to attach your, your name to these texts so we can give you a, the shout-out you deserve. Uh, hi, Brent. There hasn't been much footy talk this morning, but I have heard from a very, very good source that they did witness TP earlier in the week having a kick. Uh, it's just disappeared off the screen. Of the footy with a few players from a local club. Apparently, this isn't the first time this has happened in the last few weeks. And I can't read the rest of the text, unfortunately. Is that true? You've been training with a footy club or some footy players? What's going on here, please? Unsure, Brent. Oh, come on. This is, someone's taken the someone's time to text well, in. I've had a kick with some Who? footy mates from a club. And Who? I'm... Clarence, obviously. I don't know. Tim, someone's taken the time out of the day to text in. We want people to text in. Can you expand on the question, please? Well, look, I have had a kick, yes. With Clarence? You're not going to play. training at the moment. You're not going to play footy, are you? Well... You never know, Brent. Goodness we'll see how I pull gracious up. me. TSL, last year the TSL, marquee signing only for the only one Roos. year left, isn't there? So Wow. Goodness we me. will see. I'll tell you what, my groin's a little sore, though. I'm mm. not going to lie. I haven't okay. kicked the footy for a while. If you if you did train with Tim during the week, send oh, us a text in and let us know if you were there and how his form was. That would be good to hear. Yeah, well, there's only one year left, Brent, and I want to add to that one game. So. 0437 552 Another question in here or text in from Matt in Lena Valley. Thanks for your text, Matt. My question, alternate stadium, is can, could it be expanded or is it locked away at 23K forever? That's a good question because mm. the, the proposal Mac the Premier one. had... 1.0. 1.0 was... Can go to 40. Can go to 40. That's Apparently. A very good question. Another text in here. Has Paney had any contact with Scott Roth this week to give him his two cents about this week's game? That's from Kicker Collins. No, Kicker, I haven't this week. I've um, I've left him alone. I certainly wouldn't be giving him my two cents on the game either. <laughs> very good. Loving your text this morning. Keep them coming. 0437 552 We're off to a break. Coming back next with Sam McCulloch, star Tassie Tigers hockey player here on SEN Tassie Breakfast. And agents to buy, sell, or rent in Tasmania. Search Harrison Agents today. Breakfast with Tim Payne and Brent Costello. Eight forty-three. The texts are flooding in this morning. Great to see one here that took my interest in the ad break. There, Tim. If Tim is playing for Clarence, I hope Scott Stevens is the runner for Launceston to return the favour. What's going on there? Well, no, I'd be returning the favour. 
You'd be I, I was runner for Clarence yeah. when Scott was playing for Launceston. Mm. And I was out there giving a bit of stick. It was kind of my job. What and a surprise. I turned around and got shirt fronted. That's <laughs> <laughs> big Scotty Stevens. Love it. Went straight through me. Thanks for your text, Josh. And Will Brent be at KG5 today to host the naming of the Jeeves Eage stand at 11am to celebrate Brett Jeeves and Brian E. Has that been announced yet? Uh, well, we, we just have. Uh, I will be there, David, but I won't be. I think I think Flash is hosting actually, so I'll be there for the news though. Looking forward to being out there, unless AJ steals it off. You've been Jeevesy very, very tight, mm. so I did offer it to AJ if he'd like okay. to go and cover it. You're uh, starting to share it around a little bit. It's good. It's quality <laughs> over quantity. You don't have to do everything in the state. Not, not him. So just for work, Tim. Okay. Cover the story for the news. Uh, time to talk some JDH Hockey One League tickets at hockeyone.com.au and catch every match, of course, live and free on 7 Plus. And joining us in the studio now is a star, Tassie Tiger, Sam McCulloch. Nice to see you, Sam. Off the back of a four-goal performance from your good self in that 7-0 drubbing against Canberra last weekend. Good to see you, mate. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Well, run us through it. A uh, hiccup in the opening round against Melbourne, but you've gone up to the nation's capital and dominated up there. Yeah, we were obviously pretty disappointed after the first game against Melbourne. Um in front of our home crowd, we really like playing here um, and putting on a good show. So we didn't feel felt like we sort of did that. Um, and Melbourne, Canberra, SA, and probably Perth are the teams that we really need to beat to be having a good look for finals. So we went up there with sort of almost our season on the line. So yeah, we just went up to make a bit of a statement. What, and what do you reckon the difference was? What, what was what was the coach's instruction from week one to week two? What changed? Uh, like a few tweaks in our structure um, and the, the way that we wanted to play, but I think just being a bit more clinical in the circle, which we obviously were, um, I think we had something like 15 circle entries for like seven shots on goals um, with seven goals, which was pretty good. Obviously, there's conversions in there, so they are a huge thing as well if you can get them. Um, so, yeah, I think that was probably the main difference. And four goals in the first half for yourself, is that something you've done before? Uh, no, I wouldn't say Not so. at that level? <laughs> no, definitely not. Um, what about in junior hockey? Junior hockey, yeah, I would have had a few. Yeah. But this is sort of uh, my first sort of main running goals in hockey one. Obviously, like I said, the conversions help. So only two field goals. Um, but, yeah. Perth under six tonight. Uh, what sort of challenge do they present? I'm imagining, given they're in Perth and that's where the Kookaburras are based, they have a, a strong flavour, do they, with, with Kookaburras players? Yeah, or? they're a good team and they've got a really good coach. He's um, quite onto everything. So we've actually got a few players who play in the Perth Club League over there. So I play over there during the year. Um, so we know most of the boys there. Um, and yeah, they're a good outfit. I think they're short a couple, but. They've got a lot of depth, so that'll, that'll be a tough game. And you've just won a grand final over there in the WA Premier League? Yeah, for Hale. Yeah. Uh, so we beat um, the uh, WA coach in the final. Did so, you? Yeah. So <laughs> hockey, obviously the AIS hockey is in Perth, so that's, yep. that's the reason a lot of guys not only move there but end up living there? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think like a, well, sort of why I moved over was to get a better exposure to higher training um, and club level was just a lot better. Yeah. Um, it's, so it's good. Kind of, is, it, is, it, is that the premier club competition in the country? I think so. Because of the yeah. fact that players coming from all around the country. I think so. Yeah, and you've got all your Kookaburras who, who do not don't always play, but when they do, it helps the teams yeah. a lot. Speaking of Jack Welsh, Welch, Welch, I got I asked him that during the week. Is it Welsh or Welch? And he, he said it's Welch. He won the the best and fairest in the competition, didn't he? Yeah, the Olympians. I think only played um, eleven of the games as well. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> 
had a field day. <laughs> Pretty amazing. Now, injury concerns as well still. you got Joshy Belt still out. Eddie's out, I yeah. assume, for tonight still. Yeah. Um, Josh, I think he might make a run towards the back half of the season, especially if we're a good look for finals. Um, what about Eddie? There's yeah, a bit of mystery around this He's injury. got a bruised knee. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's pretty similar. So I think he's he was talking about starting to train next week, but I'm not sure when they'll let him play again. Yeah, and, and just having him around the group must be great to have a player of his experience yeah. and, and leadership. Just Is he travelling with the team as well? No, he was down here for our um, training camp in the first week. Yep. Um, just to have him around is awesome. I and mean, he, now he's just taken off, has he? So, he's in Perth with his family, and I think he's... Um, Icing his knee. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Now, what about the Hockey One tournament as a whole? Obviously, it was disrupted by COVID for a couple of years, but back last year, back in a big way this year, must be really great to be part of from your point of view, personally. Yeah. I mean, COVID, like um, quite a few of us around my age got like a bit starved of opportunity and just wanted to get out there and play. So having it back with a high-level competition is really good. And what about your own goals and aspirations? You've been named in the... Um, Hockey Australia's National Development Squad last year. You obviously want to go a step further. You want to play for, for the Kookaburras? Yeah, I'd love to. It's been a dream of mine. Um, I think it just all comes down to putting a good performance in at Hockey One. Um, you can you can have a good club season, but yeah, they, they really do take a big look at Hockey One. Yeah, it, it strikes me as a team that would be very, very tough to break into. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, only a few changes over the last few years. Yeah. Um, but hopefully after the Olympics... Um, there'll be a few people retiring, so a few gaps should open up there. Yeah, and I, I'd ask Ed this question, I'll ask you as well. I feel like hockey forever has just produced, hockey in Tasmania has produced a lot of high-quality players. Why, why do you think that is? I think it's got something to do with the coaches down here. Yeah, no, well, certainly not Steve, sure. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, he very well. Um, he actually made the Team of the Week coach. Did he? Yeah. Oh, that's why oh. must be why he's texting me flat yeah. out this morning. <laughs> yeah. to, well done, Steve. Hey, good stuff, mate. Yeah, I like it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's sort of our mentality as well like we're small small state um, and we like to show it to the big states so yeah I think that's got something to do with it text in here who is Paney's tip for the Hockey One Championship that's in from Glenn Fogarty Tazzy easily mm-hmm. backing them in I've been out I've obviously been out amongst the, <laughs> there was a good feel amongst the group out there last week and I think if we get Ed back on the park after he's finished with his bruised knee, I think we're going to be hard to beat. Before we let you go, Sam, what did you make of Tim's effort out there the other week in the goals? You were there watching on? Yeah. Um, It was actually quite good with his hands, um, just like being behind the stumps. But (laughs) as soon as anything got around his legs, he went to water a bit, I think. (laughs) Shocking. Now, more importantly, don't worry about me. What do we know? What can you give us about the man in the corner, Hamish, over here? Your school mate school friend did you ever get down and take him on in fencing at all i didn't want to take him on in fencing it would, it would have been a pretty hard challenge i think was he had you never seen it i actually didn't say it but was it I've a big a program at the school or was hamish the captain because he was the sole competitor i think it was a huge program yeah. <laughs> was it really what, what, how many people were in it hamish Right, yeah. What was he like? Was he like this at school sitting in the corner not talking to talking uh, to him around it a bit no, did he? he got around did it. He? yeah would you would you describe him as lazy at all <laughs> I wouldn't say lazy. Oh, he described himself as lazy <laughs> during the week, actually. And he's, he has dropped the ball a little bit on a couple of things today, Breno, hasn't he? Yes. So maybe it's good to have a, a former school friend in just to definitely straighten him up a little bit. Definitely. Still the Mad Pies fan. That, oh. oh yeah. did Disgusting. He, did you go to Hutchins and not wear Collingwood kit? Surely they didn't let you wear it every day. No, it's not very formal school. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. 
He wore it under the shirt. He would have had Collingwood undies on every day. Uh, JDH Hockey One League tickets at hockeyone.com.au and catch every match live and free on 7+. Plus. And if you're keen to see the Tassie Tigers in action, we've got 10, Tim, double passes to the next home game on the 11th of November. So give us a call, text, or reach out on social media to claim your tickets and we'll get you off to the hockey in a couple of weeks' time. But... Wish you all the best tonight, Sam. Uh, it's going to be magnificent to see you out there against Perth. Hopefully get the win and, and get the season back on track after a ripping win last weekend as well. Yeah, thank you. Thanks S- for coming in, mate. Sam McCulloch, uh, star Tassie Tiger, joining us here in the studio this morning. We're off to our final break and coming back to wrap up the show next. Harrison Agents. To buy, sell or rent in Tasmania, search Harrison Agents today. Breakfast with Tim Payne and Brent Costello. Yes, almost at the end of the show for another Friday morning. But before we go, as we like to do, Tim, we toast our person of the week thanks to 911, your local bottle shop, and of course, choose to drink wise. And this week, we're toasting Kayla George, former Hobart Charger, of course, who yesterday won a WNBA championship with the Las Vegas Aces. She is a star, Kayla, and very, very tall human. Well, most of them are at that level, Brent. There's not too many no, that's true. four-footers getting around the WNBA or the NBA. Just a good person to dealt with her a bit when she was here for the Chargers and to see her go to the highest level and get the job done. Take your word outstanding. for it. Uh, would we... be the worst place to play basketball, wouldn't have thought. Las Vegas? No, it'd be pretty good. Uh, we're toasting Kayla with the award-winning Lark Classic Cask I love this whiskey. bit. Can you read this next bit to me, Breno? Handcrafted in Tasmania, it's approachable with a complex edge. That is Brent Costello. <laughs> you should do a deal with Lark. I should. I'd love a deal Both with Both of Lark. you are handcrafted in Tasmania. You're very approachable, but there's this real complexity about you. Okay, choose to drink wise, of course, if you are having a drink over the weekend. Um, well done to you for getting through the show and not popping an eardrum. Yeah, it's a good start to the week. End yes. to the week. The start of the week was pretty ordinary. What's your weekend look like? I, I don't know why you ask me this because it's always the same. Not much. Kids well, have you seen parties. the weather? No, no the weather's horrendous. Mm. I'm I was supposed gonna, to be going. I was probably going to go and watch Snapper down at, at, uh, at Longley. <laughs> but <laughs> good. probably won't get down there now with the rain. I'm supposed to be going glamping this weekend. So Well, you don't strike me as much of a camper. No, I'm not a camper you at all. Light a fire, I cannot you stand camping. Really? No, no, not for me. What, what what would you take on my camping ability be? No good. Yeah, yeah. spot on. Yeah, we'd both struggle with that. Yeah, I'm a glamper through yep. and through. Yep. So we'll try that. Have you tried that before? Yes, I have actually. Up right up the north east coast. Okay. Bay of Fires, there's a beautiful spot up there for mm. glamping. I've been up there before. Okay. Now looking forward to it. Uh, Hammer, you got anything for us before we wind up this morning? What's no, Tassie Sport? Ha- Hurricanes tonight. Yep. Jack Jumpers Sunday. Sunday. We'll review it all on Monday. Tigers tonight, of course, as well. Uh, lots to look forward to if you love your sport this weekend. We've got to get out of here. We're back Monday morning. Except what? Here Hamish, we go. Morning up again. Hamish and I. Fencing. A duel. Monday. Love it. Live in that hallway. 7 till 9am. We'll catch you Monday morning for SEN. Tassie Breakfast. Have a great weekend.